In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. In the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Now and forevermore, amen. Beloved brethren, we welcome you to the third episode of the New Kingdom podcast. Today's topic is the iron rod ruler is here. Beloved brethren, the Bible in so many places talks about the iron rod ruler. Who is this iron rod ruler? It is no other person than our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Who is our Lord Jesus Christ? He is the Son of Man, the Son of God, and God himself. I know there are a lot of people out there who don't believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is God himself, but it is there recorded in the Bible. He is God himself. He said, I am in my Father, and my Father is in me. When you see me, you have seen my Father. So, beloved brethren, at any point in time that our Lord Jesus Christ is made manifest into the world, he is God himself. He is the Word. He is the Son of Man. He is also the Son of God. And so remember when he came into the world, it was heralded by a very glorious entry. And even though the kings at that time tried to stop his manifestation on earth, God did it in such a mysterious way, in such a grand way still. And so even though he was born in a manger, it was still grand. All the heavens were rejoicing. All the people on earth were rejoicing. And the birth of that baby heralded peace, heralded joy to the world because our Savior was born. At the point that he left the world, as we discussed in our previous episode, remember, The angels asked the men who were looking into the sky, Why gaze ye into the sky? That person, our Lord Jesus Christ, that you see going up, he's going to return in that same like manner. And so, beloved brethren, in today's episode, we're discussing and revealing to the world that that iron ruler is here on earth, physically manifesting. Remember, he also said, A little while, and ye see me no more, because I go to my father. And he also said that after some time, he will return to dwell with us, to rule us and lead us with an iron rod. Beloved brethren, the Father wants to reveal unto us the significance of that iron rod. It is not just any kind of rod. It is an iron rod. It is a rod of rulership. It is a rod of power. It is a rod that all knees must bow to. And so when the Son of God and God himself physically manifests on earth, what do you think is going to happen? It means peace. It means transformation. It means total and complete renewal. All things shall pass away and behold, the new things will come. Beloved brethren, that time is now. Things have been made new. The old heaven and the old earth has passed away. And in Revelation chapter 12 verse 5, It tells us about that birth of the male child that will rule the world with an iron rod. Revelation chapter 12 verse 5. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. Beloved brethren, who else can rule the world with an iron rod if not for God himself? Revelation chapter 12 verse 1 bears witness of the birth of another child. A lot of people don't know that there's another child that is going to be born. They think it was just 
the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ by the Virgin Mary. No. The second time he's coming into the world, he will also be born. And that is what Revelation chapter 12 verse 1 bears witness to. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. Beloved brethren, you can see from this Revelation chapter 12 verse 1 and verse 5, that a male child shall be born to rule the world with an iron rod. It cannot be anybody else but God. You cannot rule the world with an iron rod. I cannot rule the world with an iron rod. None of us can. It's only God. And when he comes, he will come to judge the world. That is his duty, to judge and to give you wages according to your works, to reward you for, for what you have done, whether good or bad. Behold, that is the reign of the iron rod ruler. And he is the one that will rule and his kingdom shall reign and reign forever. That is the iron rod ruler we are talking about. Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 to 4 also bears witness. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Beloved brethren, that was bearing testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we say he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, if it was said that he shall come and smite the wicked and rule the world and judge the poor and the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him and in him, then it has to happen from generation to generation time and time again the first time he came he taught he led and he gave his life for the remission of our sins and this time because all power and all might was given to him in heaven and on earth this time around he comes to rule the world with an iron rod and to judge us so beloved brethren let us not be confused anymore because the words of god are plain when he makes that understanding known to you, when he gives you that spirit of understanding, you will see that every single thing is plain, laid before our very eyes, hidden from plain sight. That is the way of God. He uses the simple things to confound the so-called wisdom of the world. Let us visit Revelation chapter 19, verse 15. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it... He should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. 
Let's read verse 16. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Beloved brethren, who else can bear that name, King of kings and Lord of lords? It is our Lord Jesus Christ himself. It is God himself. He is the doer and the maker of all things. He is all and in all. Let us see Revelation chapter 2 verse 27. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. Beloved brethren, this is even in first person, even as I received of my father. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. He is speaking of himself. Even though it was in the book of Revelations, this is him speaking directly. That he is the one that will rule them with the rod of iron. He is the only one that can gather God's sheep. And in the end, the promise is that there will be one shepherd and one flock. That is the mission. That is the vision right now. And that is the task that our Lord Jesus Christ himself, His Holiness Olumba Olumba Abu, that is the task that he is accomplishing. To keep the whole world one is a task that must be done. He is the only one that does what he receives of the Father. You and I, from January to December, God is preaching to us. God is telling us what to do. But we are still unable to do what we receive from the Father. So it is only our Lord Jesus Christ who is perfect and sufficient to do that which he receives from his Father without questions, without, without any opposition. He does that which his Father says because he and his Father are one. Beloved brethren, John chapter 16 also bears witness. This is our Lord Jesus Christ speaking directly unto his disciples. He said in John chapter 16, verse 5, But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, Whither goest thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. May the Lord bless his holy words. Amen. Beloved brethren, that is our Lord Jesus Christ telling us directly what he's going to do when he comes back. He has to go so that when he comes back, he can assume this great assignment, which is judging the world. Imagine someone coming to die for your sins. The next time that person comes around, what do you expect? That person expects that by that time, you have learned your lesson you have changed for the better because it will be time to give you according to your works. So in this second time, it is no more time to play. It's no more time to laugh and eat and break bread. 
It is time to do the work. It is time to lead the world. It's time to judge the world. And that is what he's doing. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the only judge. He's the only true ruler. In John chapter 15, verse one, he said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. What does that mean when he says he's the true vine? It means he is the only way. He is the only person, as we discussed earlier, that is able to do what he receives of the father. You and I, God will tell us to do A, we'll say, ah, God, why? Why must we do A? Why can't we do A, B? Why must we do A? Why can't we do C? And so this is the quality that makes our Lord Jesus Christ the true vine. He asks no questions. He does exactly as he receives from the Father. And because of that, he was glorified. He has been glorified to rule the world and lead with the rod of iron. That great entry that the world is expecting, that glorious entry of him descending with clouds and all of that, it has already happened. It happened in the spiritual realm already. Onun Mba was revealed. Prophet Enun Mpa had the revelation that a woman called Ibumba would be the mother of the Holy One, Olumba Olumba Obu, who would manifest physically in Biakban. That name Ibumba is the name of the woman that Revelation chapter 12 verse 1 told us about. And in his vision, he saw many strangers arriving from heaven. He said, I looked up and behold, I saw the heavens open and many steps joined together lower down. The multitudes that followed were indescribable. The steps descended with the people. In the midst of the people who were dressed in immaculate white was a woman with a wrapped child in her arms. They sang and danced. One could hear the sound of trumpets. Beloved brethren, that word trumpets, that is what the entire world has been waiting for to happen in physical form. It is not going to be a physical manifestation. It is indeed a spiritual manifestation that has already happened. The trumpets have already sounded. The hosts of heavens have already rejoiced at the birth of the living one, at the birth of the iron rod ruler, who has already come and is currently judging the world with a rod of iron. Beloved brethren, let the Father reveal himself to you. We are just the messenger. As our Holy Father says, a stroke of Cain is sufficient unto the wise. Let him who has ears hear what the Holy Spirit has said unto the whole world. May the Lord bless his holy words. Amen. Thank you, good Father.